Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. The new programme for government uh, document has detailed how the three parties, Fine Gael, Fianna Fáil and the Green Party, plan to work together. Let's see how well that works. I won't last pissing time. On a range of issues. One of those issues in the draft that I want to discuss tonight is the plan for a citizens' assembly on Ireland's drug policy. Now, according to the Green Party's drug policy, their own particular drug policy, they believe, and I'm assuming that's who's leading the way on this one, by the way, they believe the criminalisation of drug consumption is a counterproductive policy that perpetrates or perpetuates uh, business models of organised crime and fails uh, to address the public health impact of drugs. Now, they affirm there is a more compassionate policy based on international best practice that could be introduced within existing constraints under the international law. And government, uh, or should I say in government, the Green Party would shift drugs policy from a criminal justice approach to a public health approach, introducing these following reforms. So the reforms are remove criminal penalties for possession uh, less than a week's supply of a scheduled drug. That's all drugs, by the way, we're talking about, okay? Review the status of all scheduled substances uh, for medical potential allowing for controlled cultivation as deemed appropriate for research purposes. That's not such a bad thing, okay? Pardon and release non-violent minor drug offenders. So anybody we've arrested and chucked in jail for drug uh, drug offences, we let them out again. Support dual diagnosis so the health system may address issues behind drug abuse. Expand low-threshold residential stabilisation services for uh, for, uh, holistic treatments. Um, Expediate drug testing services, uh, particularly at festivals and nightclubs, etc. Allow medically supervised drug consumption rooms, which they've already done. Support drug law reform at an international level. Reschedule cannabis and its derivatives from a schedule uh, one drug to a schedule four drug. Uh, Decriminalise the possession of fewer than five grams of cannabis products. Decriminalise the possession of fewer than four cannabis plants on a private property. In other words, you can grow your own. Allow prescription of cannabis-based medicine through pharmacy and tolerate regulated cannabis coffee shops selling cannabis. Amsterdam is what I smell here. I can smell Amsterdam. I, I can, there's, there's a sniff of Amsterdam off this policy. And, and it, but it goes further than that, further than Amsterdam, apart from the coffee shops and the cannabis and growing your own and all that kind of carry on. It also talks about class A drugs and removing the penalties for possession for less than a week's supply. So if you have heroin on you, cocaine on you, whatever it is, and you have less than a week's supply, no criminal penalties. A health-based approach. We have a chat with you. How would you like to go to rehab? Naya Grant. So I'm wondering, do you agree with it? Uh, You know, they don't say it's decriminalisation, but that's what it is really, isn't it? It's kind of, and decriminalisation is really no, well, very little difference to decriminalisation and legalisation apart from its specific amounts, or would you prefer for it to say that it is, as it is right now, which is criminal. It's a criminal thing to be in possession of drugs. I want to get your thoughts on how Ireland should deal with drug use. Does it need to change? Should it lean more towards public health as opposed to criminal justice, um, which we currently have at the moment? Or do you believe we should decriminalise all drugs? Let me know what you think. The number is 87 That's 087-188-0008. Should we decriminalise all drugs? All right, James, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, James? 
Uh, good evening to you, Niall. Good evening to you, James. <laughs> These greens, oh my God, they have me worried, Niall. They have everybody worried. <laughs> <laughs> they even have Peter Paul and Peter Gay worried. <laughs> I really am worried about them, I'm afraid. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, James, my, my favourite caller in the whole world, James. Well, now you have a lot of favourite callers now. A lot yeah. better informed people than me about this thing, but uh, I would be naturally, Niall, I'm against all drugs. Mm. Uh I mean, I was just thinking... But you drink know, alcohol, James. Ah, yes, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm have a tipple. drugs now. Yeah, you have a tipple. Um, <laughs> we have enough problems with that, as you know. But I was just thinking, you know, you're truly blessed and your your kids don't uh, drink at all now. Well, no, well, well, my oldest son is 23 and uh, he doesn't, but my, my younger son might have a bottle, I think, now and again. Ah, well, that's okay now. Yeah, 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 yeah. But they have no interest in the other stuff? No, no. That's good, that's great. Uh and, uh, I and hope not, anyway, and I hope it continues like that. Should, that's what we should be aiming for now. Yeah. Because overall, they're bad news now. There's no point in this. this is, there's no ifs and buts about it. Uh, the, the, I mean, uh, every parent... It's every, why is it every parent's nightmare now if they hear that suddenly their 14 or 15-year-old is taking drugs? But yeah, yeah, but here's the thing, right? When we were all young, uh, the majority, well, a lot of people... You'd have been down at your local dance at 16 or 17 and somebody would have produced a joint and you might have had a few pulls off it or whatever, right? And so we've all done these things. You know, we've all drank... Well, not, I didn't do it because I wasn't an alcohol drinker. But most people would have had, a, you know, a drink out in a field when they were 16. But when we hear about our own kids doing it, we're horrified that they're being teenagers, I suppose. Yes. I mean, I think every teenager at some point, and I'm sorry to, to you know, burst the bubble of every parent out there, but every teenager is going to be offered alcohol and probably cannabis or drugs of some sort at some point in their life. Yes, but of course it's at a different level now. Now it's so much. There is so much available out there now. Yeah, well, you're right. Yeah. And uh, I remember telling you this story before. Now I mind repeating it now with a young lad here on the north side. We've met, we've had many stories like this now. He was only fourteen years old. He was a promising young footballer now. The whole future in front of him and. He decided to buy uh, a concoction of, of, of our, a selection box of drugs from his fellow of 17, uh, uh, 200 euros worth of it. And uh, he didn't know what he was getting now. It was, a, as I said, a selection. And uh, some of the stuff he took was seven times more powerful than morphine. Right. One of the drugs, whatever it was called now. Okay. so many drugs now, I wouldn't know what it was called. Of course, it killed him now. Well, He's gone now. He's dead. Uh, young lad with a whole life and future in, in front of him. And... Uh, to see, and of course, a lot of the suicides now, uh, and the guard here said this many times. A big percentage of the suicides with young people is either is either drink or drug related now. Well, to see, drugs just like drink, they don't solve a problem; they only mask it. You know, well, that's all now. Okay. I mean, I, 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 if I had my way back again, and, and uh, I haven't, no, it doesn't matter to me. At my age, I would never have touched drink now. Have you ever? Have you ever smoked, James? No, no, no. It's strange enough. That's just something I never went. And did anyone ever offer you, like you know, as they call it, a toke? Off a joint. No, no, and I, I'd say to you if I did, I, I'd say to you if I did. No, no, no. I, I, I know you're very honest, but have you ever been? Have you ever been in that situation at a house party where somebody was smoking? Probably, I mean, so long ago now, now. I probably was going around to some parties I was at. But because all, you would have been around for the because I was all felt safe for it now. I knew what I was getting. If I was drinking a bottle of an oak lager, I knew what I was getting now. But and you, you were around that. James in the '60s when it was kind of flower power and love and peace, man. Yes. You know, I mean, America, of course, were discovering love uh, back in the 60s. I don't know what they're discovering at the moment, but they were discovering love back then, back in the 60s. And, you know, and that kind of spread across the world, you know. Yes. 
This is the dawning of the age of Aquarius. Do you remember that? Yeah. Well, the only thing is to see, now you, you know, the, the end result for now, with the end result for up there on the Bandon Road, the case is done and dusted now, the person is serving their time, and that young West Cork student now was stabbed, a lad called Blair, his whole future was in front of him. They had a house party. And the fellow who stabbed him was only a teenager now. And he, of course, was, was dealing and, 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 and taking drugs. Mm-hmm. And the whole thing, they say, it gets out of hand with aggression now. That's the, the underlying problem. They, they mix them then, see now. They mix the different things. Mix alcohol with, with the cannabis or with the cocaine. And they become extremely aggressive now. And, of course, the young lads get themselves stabbed and he was an innocent park. He was only, uh, you know, he was just trying to be the peacemaker. Yeah. Okay, but so getting getting back to the Green Party, their argument is, what's the point in putting people in jail when we should be educating people? And, you know, and if you take it out of the hands of the, the shady dealers, well, we're in a better situation overall, according to them. Well, I, I mean, I, I wouldn't be too, uh, I wouldn't go uh, against, uh, we say, for a small amount and putting person in jail now. There's no point in doing that for a first offence because you're only putting him into... Well, now, are you talking about all drugs here or just cannabis? Like, if somebody has a small amount of heroin... Yeah, I'm, not going to, I'm not going to put a small a young fellow with a small amount of cannabis into jail now. To be no, ridiculous no, no I, I would agree with you, yeah. putting him into bad company for a start. And, yeah. And, uh, there are drugs in jail as well, as you know. What about what about heroin or cocaine? Oh, no, that's a different matter now. That's a different yeah. matter. That's, that's a serious drug. And, uh, but there, 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 there's a kind of... There's a, there's a double standard when it comes to cocaine. Because I can tell you in the media, the amount of people that take cocaine is ridiculous, right? I don't, and I never have. And I'm, I'm being honest, because I've been honest before that I've, I've smoked uh, cannabis when I was kind of 19 years of age or whatever, right? But I've never taken anything else. Like, I've never taken cocaine. I've never done, you know, any of those kind of other... Uh, ecstasy was big in the 90s when I was working in the clubs. Never did it. I always... I was I don't know, I was afraid, to be honest. I, I always thought that I'd be the one that would die. Yeah, so, well, see, yeah, so, drugs can destroy people's lives now. Yeah, but, but what I'm saying to you is that there's a double standard. When, you know, when John are from Tala, you know, or, you know, or my Ross or Hotel or whatever, you know, is picked up with some cocaine, you know, he's looked at it as a tow rag. But when somebody who's wealthy and on the radio or on the television does it, it's kind of different, isn't it? We, well, we, yes, we, we treat the crime differently, don't we? Our chief superintendent here in Cork was interviewed about that now, and he has stated that people give out to him, like, why isn't he doing more about, you know, the young people and drugs? We have a, uh, more or less instruction from the Department of Justice that we're not to bring any students into the judicial system. Mm. Uh, that's why we have the problems up around the college now, and they they they, they won't now. They can't because you know they've fixed their J one and uh, yeah. and all that. Whereas again, as you said, the young lad here from the north side, if he's caught and he's not going to college, he will. Uh, he be he go down. Yeah, that's unfair now. That's okay, okay, but, but you don't agree with their policy in general, the way you're essentially decriminalising it. No, 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 no. And growing your own plants and all that kind of stuff. Bottom line is, I might be old-fashioned line. I oh. go, I go. With the opinion of a man we have here in Cork, I'm sure you've heard of him now. His name is Dr. Chris Luke. Mm-hmm, I have heard of him, yeah. Professor of Emergency Medicine here in the University Hospital, 30 years experience, and he's fully against that now. He'd be fully against this now. So he knows his stuff now, and if he's against it, that's good enough for me now. Okay, let me just go to Peter as well. Peter, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Peter? I think you might need an owl line or two to be Helene at the push-ups. <laughs> I think I need more than that, to be honest with you. A couple of cans of Red Bull beforehand. Yeah. Well, Peter, I mean, look, the Green Party have now infiltrated the government. And um, obviously, a lot of their policies are in there. This is clearly one of theirs because they spoke about it during the year, which is a health-based approach to drugs rather than a criminal-based approach. Uh, do you agree with it? 
Now, and where, where's that health-based approach to drug addiction? Like, all these government officials come in, this Green Party is absolutely going to destroy this country if they had their way, right? Where is rehab and all of it? Like, really stop the fella, don't arrest the fella if he has a small bit of a hash on him. Or cocaine um, or heroin, for that matter, yeah. And so, like, why? Like, it's it's against the law, right? First and foremost. And where is it going to stop? Where, but, where and and can I point out, this is coming from a former drug addict. So, yes. do, so do you think and if you had been locked up more when you were younger for possession of drugs that it might have stopped you? I don't think it would have. When I got caught with possession of drugs, this is how I got my chance. The judge said you can go and get help or you can go to jail. Yeah, it's your choice and I chose to get help. That was the decision and that was what I was faced with in court when the when I was caught with drugs, mm-hmm. small amounts from my own supply and uh, that's what happened to me. And that's how I was able to change. Now, if people are walking around the streets with heroin in their pockets, and you know yourself, you can say it's from your own use, but you could be selling it. Same with a person with weed. It's it's from your own use. They could be selling it. And I just don't know where... I, I honestly have so much... I've never had so much hatred towards a, a political party as the Green Party because they're, they're just way out there. Well, I mean, I'm I'm looking through the drug policy and it really sounds like Amsterdam. You know, they're talking about, you know, tolerating coffee shops selling cannabis, you know, from licensed suppliers, uh, decriminalising possession of a fewer than five grams, uh, growing up to four plants in your own private property, um, expediate testing for festivals and nightclubs, uh, drug um, consumption rooms, which they've already got the go-ahead on that one. Um, And also then they're talking about all drugs, class A included, as long as you've only got enough for your own possession for a week, you're grand. Yeah, but in saying that, testing drugs before people go to to these festivals, stop them taking drugs when they're going to the festivals. Like, they test the drug and they say it's all right. If a girl goes out there or a boy goes out there and takes that drug and their body is not able for that and they die, who's going to be responsible for it? Because see, but their argument, their the argument is people are going to do it anyway, and at least if yeah. they test it, and it's you know it's what it says it is on the tin, so to speak, it's less chance of killing them, I suppose. But they're going to have to test the person to see if they're eligible to to take the drug. Mm-hmm. No, no I, I understand. Yeah, I know some people could take ecstasy, for example. Other people with a weak heart probably can't. Yeah, exactly. And and there's just going to be no end to this. And you're right. You can smell Amsterdam. And who wants Dublin to end up like Amsterdam? Haven't we enough going on with the homelessness? Haven't we enough going on with drug addicts out on the boardwalk? Haven't we enough going on with these clowns trying to get injection centres? Is there not enough going on in the country at the minute without these nutjob Green Party trying to bring in all these policies and yet they fail to bring into policy one of the most uh, important things that this country needs and that's a rehab. If they're going to accept all this as medical, well, then they're going to have to start opening up the A&Es that if a drug addict wants help, he can walk into an A&E and say I have a drug problem and then the health system takes over and places him into rehab. Okay, wait, 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 hang on. And let, let me just, on that point, I just want to go back to, again, if I can, to James. James, you know, the argument, I suppose, from a lot of the people who would advocate, you know, this kind of uh, decriminalization would be that the war on drugs has been lost. That no matter how, no matter what we do, how much time and effort we spend, we can't stop it. So we might as well try and do it in a safe manner. 
Well, uh, Peter's suggestion there is a good suggestion. Al, you were asking me earlier on about uh, a person caught for the first time, what should happen to them. Uh, and, and Peter's suggestion there is a good suggestion that when they before, come before the judge, then they get the alternative. Either you go into treatment or... You go to be, jail. Or, it'll, or this will go down against you. And if they don't, then uh, then they have to face the music if they don't go into treatment or they don't show that they're willing to um, change their ways. Mm-hmm. But... Um, uh, to me now, it's, it's kind of simple. I, uh, the, the young people don't—you don't need them now. They're bad news all round. They're bad news. There's, no, there's nothing. There's nothing beneficial about drugs. No, no, no. I mean, God, oh, no, unless it's from a distant person. What do you want to go around in a stupor for now? Okay, if you want to go with your friends, have a couple of bottles of Budweiser. We know what you're getting there at least now. You know the after effects. It's not going to kill you. Well, well, it does. Well, you know, to be honest, in fairness, now alcohol kills more people than uh, cigarette smoke That's every legal, year. At least it's in a. In a in or it's in a, a setting like a bar and that where they can be kept an eye on but um, the, the rest now are very very dangerous because I, I remember watching a program there about a psychiatrist talking about a modern psychiatrist and he, and, uh, he was talking way over my head now but he was showing like the effects it has on the brain and the things what they call them neurotransmitters this that, is cannabis yeah because it can cause paranoia and, yes yeah. and of course a lot of the reason now why students drop out of college is that, is that is one of the reasons in the first year. Because well, statistics have been done on that. Yes, statistics have been done, and there's a much higher um, prevalence of people dropping out from college at an early age, those who are smoking cannabis. So stay there for a second if you can, Peter, and also James. Let me go to Jack as well. Jack, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Jack? Hi, you know, well, I'm 21, and which a man said to James that people are dropping out because of cannabis, and all. I see it. I've seen so many friends drop out of college. they got gotten speed, and they're packing up everything. Yeah. I've seen one girl and she ended up in A&E because she didn't sleep for about two weeks because she was paranoid people were coming together. Right. Um, I, there's a friend of mine who was a friend of mine. He eventually got into hard drugs after smoking weed one day with a guy he met down in college. He dropped out of college after four months and is now a drug dealer. Right. Doesn't surprise me. See, that's, that's the thing you have to Okay, but, okay, yeah, but hang, hang on, let, let, let Jack finish. But Jack, yeah. you know, th- this the Green Party policy focuses a lot on cannabis, mind you. You know, the coffee shops and all that kind of, I suppose, I, I mentioned it does kind of smell a bit like Amsterdam. Uh, pardon oh, the pun that it smells like it. But, but they also talk about Class A drugs and not making them a criminal offence and having a health-based approach whereby you won't be charged with possession. No, it's like cannabis I understand in certain settings medical settings I kind of understand it's yep, a yeah I can understand that subject, but and you need to regulate to say the cannabis though if they're going to legalize it though if you're just selling cannabis to everyone willy nilly and everyone going in as much as they want for recreational purposes yeah you yeah, need to regulate it so people can only get a certain amount so would you agree with the legalization of cannabis for recreational purposes for cannabis yes if it's regulated in a way that people can't smoking it and end up in paranoia states, end up affecting their brain, end up affecting their mental health, everything. Mm-hmm. But it does have a massive effect on people. Yeah. yeah. It needs to be regulated. Like, it needs to be shown that they're going to regulate it in a way it's not going to affect people. Okay, and what do you think of the suggestion that, you know, if I'm walking down the road and I have enough heroin for the week, I don't know, they keep it in wraps, I think is the word. Peter, am I correct in the terminology there? Is it wraps, yeah? A bag, yeah. A bag, okay. So I have enough for myself for the week. Uh, should, should I still be arrested, Jack? Yes, instantly. I don't agree with Class A drugs. Like, 
But then, well, then who's promoting this idea apart from the Green Party? I mean, I mean, who's promoting this whole idea that we... Uh, aren't going to do anything. Like they, they, I've seen so many people in nightclubs sitting on the floor off their heads because they can't move. Yep. They, no one knows what happens. And she you probably remember the surgeons of that heroin substitute, Crocodile, which dissolved your muscles. What was it called? Crocodile. Oh, I never heard of it, Jaguar. And what did it do? It dissolved the muscles? Oh my! If you look at it, I think there's cases in America, and you'll see big gashes down people's legs where they've been injecting it because it was the cheaper alternative. See, I suppose their argument is that if you regulated everything, and you know, and you kind of, I suppose, one of the states applied it in some way. I don't know how you would license that, but that then you would be getting the purest form of the drug. Well, even the purest form of heroin is not going to do much. Well, I mean, no, there's, a, there's, there's nothing like, beneficial about any drugs. Yeah, Let's be clear about that. There's nothing beneficial about it. Like, even if they Peter, would you agree with what Jack is saying that whatever about, you know, the Class A drugs, certainly we should regulate cannabis and it should be available for sale? Well, it's still mind-altering. And as I always say... Well, so is alcohol. Yeah, and there's, there's, no, there's not one person I've known that has died from an overdose that hasn't started off with a drink or smoking hash. And so for some people, it might be the only thing they ever do. But for some people, it's the first ladder, first step onto the ladder of addiction and can lead... To other ways, like you so, said, so you believe the gateway theory, yeah? In 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 not not in every circumstance, but he said himself he had a friend started a try to left college and then started went it on to, to other drugs. And for some people, it's a it's a stepping stone to another drug. And for some, yeah, they can just go home after a, a day's walk, have their joint, crash out, have their dinner, and go asleep. But that's not for everybody. Some people have addictive personalities, and when the hash isn't giving them what they want anymore, they might go on to the next thing if they're introduced to it. Jack, do you believe it's a gateway drug? Oh, I do. Uh, 100%. Well, then, well, then why... I'm not having a go with you, but then, is it not a bit hypocritical, then, to say that we should legalise and regulate cannabis if you believe, personally yourself, it's a gateway drug? The reason I feel that cannabis is mainly because it's that easily accessible anyway. Mm-hmm. Because is it is it that easy accessible? Oh, it is. Okay, I, I wouldn't... Now, don't get me wrong. As I said to you, I did smoke it when I was about 18 or 19 years of age. And I remember I used, there was a pub. I, I can't remember the name, but... Well, actually, I do remember the name. I'm not going to say in the air now uh, because it's kind of irrelevant. But but I, I, used, I remember you used to go down to this particular pub and there was another one in town, actually, in the centre of town. And it was well known that you go in there and you could score a five spot or a ten spot, whichever it was at the time. That was pounds, by the way. Ten pounds worth or five pounds worth. I have no idea how much it is now. But it was kind of easy enough. Everyone knew. But, I mean, if I... Say, for example, Jack, if I wanted to get some cannabis right now. Now, I don't know any drug dealers or those type of people. So how would I go about that? Well, now, I'm in college in Galway. And I know for a fact, in one of the... two, I think it's two of the nightclubs now. If you go down into the smoking area, there's a green strip of uh, sellotape. Right. And if you stand there for a good five minutes 
at least two people will approach you selling you some, some sort of cannabis. So that's the kind of... Cl- oh, yeah, there's a thing here in Dublin, I don't know if it's true or not, Peter, you could help me out with this, that if you see a set of runners hanging over a telephone cable. <laughs> is, that, is, that, is that true? That was, that was, I don't know who brought that up, but there's some truth behind it years ago, but nowadays... It's just Yumpless messing with our own brothers. But it was it was two years ago, wasn't it? That if you saw runners hanging from a telephone cable, whatever house was near it was selling drugs. Yeah, but not anymore. There's a lot of uh, a lot of runners hanging around housing estates and uh, <laughs> there's actually a convent beside one of the ones where I drive to on the way to my mother's. And it's the nuns are selling it. Yeah, one is hanging out at the convent uh, electricity, so I don't think the nuns are on the run there now. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, James. Yeah, go ahead. I, I actually, I, I don't know what the, the the what they're doing in the schools, but I don't think they're doing enough in the schools now. Like, well, at the colleges, definitely. Yes. Well, we have to get it. I don't to get in now it's the 12 year olds now yeah. you must get in out to the 12 year olds and the 11 year olds is it too late it's too late to be going to the to even the secondary schools now now you'll have to get into the 12 year olds because uh, they're, they're, even at that age now they're, 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 they know what's going on you know it is quite shocking when you talk to these addiction services who will tell you that there's 12 year olds addicted to heroin Oh yes, that's, that's, you know, that's I find that scary actually but you see the only thing is now how is it now sorry, sorry sorry what did you say there Peter well, I started with my own two eyes now 12-year-old addicted to heroin? Yeah. Started with my own two eyes in Dublin years ago. What, what sort of parent has a 12-year-old addicted to heroin? I doesn't know. Yeah, well, I didn't stop it. Yeah, sorry, James. Continue. Well, I mean, how's it, it has worked now with the cigarettes. My God, I don't see any young people smoking now as much as I did. Like, for example, now my own local school there now, when I'd be passing sometimes years ago, all the kids coming out to be standing at the bus office, the girls would be smoking. I don't see them smoking at all now, now. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. how are we able to get that message across to them? And my grandson, oh, for example, 15, he wouldn't touch cigarettes now. No, and no, no with my, my children. No, they, they think it's a disgusting habit. So you're right. We could manage to get that across them. So why can't we get the drug problem across to them? Yes, I don't know. Yes, yes. They're not, they're not doing enough for me in the dial They don't talk about it enough in the dial now. I mean, they're, they're too busy talking about, you know, their nonsense, and they never give any time over to a serious Okay, but well, let, let me ask, Jack, they, they, you know, James makes a really good point. Over the last uh, 25 years, we've made smoking antisocial, and young people, you know, are horrified. Most of them, some of them do smoke, but most of them are horrified of their parents smoking and will never go down that route, thankfully, Jack. So why can't we do the same with drugs? See, I, I don't know why some people my age are so addicted to them, how... Every time they see something, they want it. Like, in my own opinion, every time I saw some sort of a drug ad, I was horrified. But I, I know people personally that they see someone take a line of coke or a pill in the back of a nightclub, and they see their eyes widen, and someone else is like, oh, I want to try that. But, I mean, you're 21, and I, I'm assuming you're in college now, are you, yeah? I am, yeah. Yeah, and, and do you get offered drugs on a regular basis? I have been offered, I'm in third year of college and I stopped going out for my third year of college because I just couldn't cope being offered drugs every time I looked, every, everywhere I looked. You're having a laugh. I, I smile, you smile at the wrong person and they open their jacket pockets, you want to have a good time, mate. I know, when I was working, I remember when I was working as a DJ, I thought it was just more so of an English problem because when I was working as a DJ, I, I was in Club M, which was one of the most popular clubs at the time back in the 90s. And the English would be over for the, you know, the hens parties and the stag parties. And they, the first thing they do when they come in, it must have been a cultural thing, they'd come up to the DJ box and go, have you any Charlie, mate? 
And I'm going, well, is that a, is that a song or something? <laughs> <laughs> but I, they, they, obviously in the UK at the time, the thing was to go to the DJ in the club and he was obviously selling, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I know yeah, there was DJs yeah, over here selling yeah. too. I've seen that angle with there's a couple of DJs and they kind of circle around. Yeah, don't mention the name of the nightclubs now. She won't. Sorry. No, they circle around the nightclubs that are there, and if you see the DJ, they always wear the same cap. It's a red cap that they wear. Is that a sign? The cap? I don't know, but it's a sign for the DJs. If you see them with a red cap on, he has something on them. Right, okay, all right, so a red cap, all right. So I it was for Donald Trump. Oh, yeah. Maybe it's for Donald Trump. Yeah. <laughs> we'll make America great again. We'll make Ireland, the Green Party will make Ireland great again, yeah. Yeah. Um, are they going to put on these boxes now, the same way they have on the cigarettes, about how the lung cancer and the, the heart conditions, when, if they go ahead with this uh, legalizing of, of, of cannabis or whatever, well, decriminalize. Let's not use the word legalize because they don't use it. It's decriminalization, yeah. Are they going to start putting pictures on joints of people spaced out ahead heads and walking? You know, are they going to put a picture of a bloke sitting there on the munchies and all? And are they going to? There's always some lad at the there. garage, isn't there, at two o'clock in the morning? Can I have yeah. a bottle of lilt, uh, two packet of monster munch? And a packet of Rizzle. <laughs> and you're going to put them on on the boxes. Well, stay there a second. Let me just go to John. You can take one there, Hage, if you want to as well. Let me just go to John. John, how are you doing? How are you doing? Good. John, you believe it should be decriminalised? Yeah, absolutely, it should be. Okay, I'm assuming you smoke it yourself, do you? I do, okay. Yeah. Okay, all right, you've skin in the game. That's fair enough. Hey, at least you're honest. Okay, so why, why should we decriminalise something that clearly is dangerous? Because it's been proven that it can be used as a medical drug. Yeah, but you're not using it for me. You're not using it for medicinal purposes, are you? Well, I do. Well, I do actually. Yeah, because well, I suffer with anxiety and and other other things with me brain. You know, because I think things the way other people should. And I've been through the mill when I was a kid. So I, when I discovered cannabis, it helped me a lot. Other than the drugs that I get off the doctor, which is these pill pushers that I call. It. Well, so you're, when you well, you're only replacing a, a prescription drug with another illegal drug. So what's the difference, really? Because most of the time when I say to the doctor, he turns around and says to me that he agrees with cannabis. Yeah, but, but, yeah, but the, I, I'm, I'm not discounting what your doctor says, although I don't know what doctor tells you that. But anyway, I'm not discounting that. And I'm not discounting the fact that it may make you feel better momentarily. But, you know, taking or smoking dope is, probably, is not a cure for the problem that you have, the anxiety. It's, it masks the problem. It might the problem, but I think it takes. I think it takes a lot of the problem. I mean, if you've got anxiety, you obviously need. Now, I'm not obviously a medical expert, and I'm certainly not a psychiatrist. But if you've got anxiety, you need to deal with whatever is causing you the anxiety, not try and mask it. Okay, well, I haven't got an answer to that. Well, no, I need, I need to avoid. But, okay, but just because you have an issue, and I'm not doubting, by the way, uh, the validity of what you're saying and what it does for you, but why why should we introduce another drug in society that creates a huge problem? Because it's already there. Oh, but so is murder, but we don't legalise it. Okay, well, you're talking about murder. No, no I'm just, I'm just saying you don't, that's, that's not a reason, that's not a reason to legalise something. I know what game you play here now. No, I'm not playing a game. I'm just saying people speed. But I'm not. I'm not. Here now, I'm going to listen. Yeah. Right. I want to get my point. I'm listening to you. Right, because everybody is about people who smoke cannabis are down and out, and are this and that, and are stupid people. They're not. 
I'm the most educated person you could ever meet. I'm very handy. I walk around the house. I do paint and decorate for people. I wash the windows. Do everything. Okay. I don't do it when I'm high. I'm, I'm not saying you're a bad person, John. I'd rather smoke a joint rather than take a drink. Right. Because when I take a drink, I'm an arsehole. Absolute idiot. Well, then you shouldn't take a drink either. Yeah, but okay, fair enough. When I smoke a joint, I'm nice and relaxed. And I relax and I go to bed, go to sleep and I wake up for work the next morning. That still, doesn't, that still doesn't constitute a reason as to why we should legalise it on a countrywide basis just because, because John feels better on it. Well, it helps so many people, right? Think so many okay, I'm on about... Okay, that's fine. Okay, so it helps a lot of people. I'm not doubting that, okay? Particularly for pain relief as well, okay? And yeah. by the way, I'm not completely against the idea of prescribing cannabis to people for pain relief because it has been proven to have some, uh, obviously, uh, some properties for in relation to pain relief, okay? But we're talking about, you know, not for medicinal purposes, for recreational purposes. I mean, look at the problem that drugs cause in a society. And why do people think that it's a gateway drug? Because, because it is a gateway a drug. drug. It's been proven many times well, to be a gateway drug. They're drug dealer and they're getting other drugs off that person. Yeah, no, no, that's most likely, yeah. And they don't care what age you are, who you are, or what you take. Do you want a bit of this? Do you want a bit of that? I've seen it plenty of times, he says. No, thank you very much, sir. I'll just take the cannabis. You know... Okay, yeah, but, but, but they, the Green Party have suggested a decriminalisation, you know, and a health-based approach to all drugs. Yeah. And would you agree with that? No, I don't agree with all drugs, but that's just cannabis. That's me being contradictive, then, isn't it? Well, no, no, it's just you kind of wanting selfishly because you take anyone, cannabis. Yeah. Anyone who is caught taking any type of drug should not be arrested and locked up in prison. Why? Forced and farmed. They're illegal. Yeah, they're illegal, but they're not selling them. So if you're taking it, but you are you are funding the drug dealer. Exactly. So take it away from the drug there. So, so cannabis, because it's the most. Okay. Okay. Let, let's let's park cannabis for the moment. Okay, because it is the weakest of all the drugs, but it still has a problem. By the way, it causes paranoia and all sorts of things. Okay. So let's let's take that away for the moment. Let's go on to say cocaine and and heroin and other hard drugs. So what what should we do if I'm walking down the road and I have you know a, a little bag of cocaine in my pocket and I'm arrested by a guard and he searches me and finds it and I've only enough for my own use for the week? Should I be should I be brought to court? No. So, in other words, you agree that all drugs should be decriminalised? We do, in a way, yes. So what sort of society would we live in? Sorry, go ahead, Peter. You want to say something to John there? No, no, Ho. If, if that's, that's the way he sees it, that anybody can walk down the street with anything in their pocket and not be arrested and, and charged, like, what are we going to turn the country into? Like, you know what I mean? Amsterdam, and next thing you know, uh, we have these shops where there's people can go in, and, and where does it end? Then the Coffee and three and, joints, please. You know what I mean? And then, what, what the heck? I, I just can't understand. But we understand that, that recreational use that the man uses it for. But nobody yeah. should be allowed to walk down the street with, with heroin or cocaine. It's, it's, what are we, a lawless country? No, we're not a lawless country. That's not what they're saying. But what kind of country do you live in at the moment? Exactly. We live in a country where there's heroin addicts, where there's yeah. people spending all the money on We say that. You have friends, I'm sure, that are heroin addicts. I have friends who are heroin addicts. I don't. I'm not being done to help them. When heroin first came out, no one knew what it was. Now I'm starting to say... what's being done to help them? Nothing is done. But they they can open a clinic clinic in Dublin and let them fucking bang up like... Yeah, exactly. So instead of putting all the money into that stuff, why can't they put money into rehabs to stop people... Well, that's what it's all about, isn't it? Decriminalising and helping them instead of locking them up. 
So, so John, like, so you agree with, oh, as you put it, you know, in your own words, opening up a clinic in Dublin and letting them bang it up. You, you, you're, you're okay with that? No, I'm not. I didn't say that. Okay, I'm just only asking. I didn't say that. No, I think that the stance on drugs in this country is outdated. In, in, in what in what sense is it outdated? It's illegal. So I mean, it, as it is in most countries. Of course, it's illegal because the state makes it illegal. Because it's dangerous. It is dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. Certain drugs are. Certain, which drugs are not All dangerous? Are. Which which drugs are not dangerous? All drugs are. So I smoke cannabis now. In, no, in I'm, a, I'm asking. You said cer- you said certain drugs right? are dangerous. What drugs are not dangerous? Well, I smoke cannabis. And so that's not dangerous. Don't mean no problem. Well, it's been, it doesn't you any problems, well, but, it's, but it has caused huge it. problems in society and to other people. Well, to other people, and they shouldn't smoke it, so obviously. So May Fane there, isn't it? It's a bit of the, I'm all right, Jack. No, I'm not saying <laughs> I'm all right. <laughs> you just said, I'm grand. Like, well, you know, so just legalise it, because I'm grand. Well, how many millions of people around the fucking world are smoking it and paying back to society through tax money? Why can't How you that? Is, is money that? I don't think money is that important to us, to be honest with you, John, that we would allow a drug in society. Right, so, okay. Do you not, do, 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 would you not agree? We do agree to a certain point. I do. Well, well, well hang on, Jack, you'll be listening to what John was saying there, you know, because obviously, you know, for his anxiety, which I'm not doubting it, it may help his anxiety, it may mask the problem of his anxiety. It's obviously a deeper issue, I suppose. But, I mean, from that point of view, he believes it can help people, so, sure, let them ask us. You can't just let people at it, don't I? If you just decriminalise and legalise all cannabis, or anyone who gets their hands on it can take as much as they want. And I, I don't agree with that at all, because it's like you can see it yourself. The more you smoke it, the more you're going to be around people who smoke it. Yeah, and, and the more reliant you become on it, yeah. Yeah, and then the more people you're around, the more time you're going to come in contact with harder drugs. That's what people mean by gateway drug. It's not that... The cannabis, though, like, oh, yeah, I want to I hire a drug now, or the drug dealer offers you. Most people would say, no, it's, you're around people who smoke cannabis who inadvertently are around people who do cocaine, who do heroin. Yeah, you have more opportunities, yeah, to get involved. Yeah, sure. uh, by the way, John, have you ever taken anything apart from uh, cannabis? No. Uh, can I ask how old you are now? I'm 38. Okay, so, so, and when did you start smoking cannabis? What age were you? in my 20s 22 I'd say and you're telling me since 22 years of age you've done nothing but cannabis you've never done speed ecstasy anything else no ever no, have no. you ever been offered it I have plenty of times yeah okay All right, Okay. well stay there for a second because Maliki you're on Classic Kids how you doing Maliki good evening now well there you go John you know he uses cannabis for recreational purposes for his anxiety um, Jack obviously and, and Peter did completely disagree with the idea but the Green Party certainly seems to be pushing this uh, issue uh, this policy this well, um, a help-based approach Yeah, well, it's nonsense from the Green Party as usual as is almost everything they, they come out with and I wonder how many members of the Green Party are banging coke up their nose at the weekend because that, uh, that's just those, ridiculous those who advocate ridiculous. The, the, the well, well I'm sure there are some members of, of, of every political party are probably uh, doing a line of coke every now and again there is sure. a huge percentage of the political class in this weekend in this country, I don't know for sure doing not, yeah. recreational drugs well, we did do it when we were talking a bit before COVID-19 came along. I can't even remember what the topic was. It was put to all the members. Uh, actually, it was just before the election, wasn't it? It was put to every member of a political party. And they party. all admitted having done it at some stage. Yeah, they all admitted at some point. Well, a lot of the ones that we had spoken to admitted at some point they had taken drugs, yeah. 
of some description. And that is the problem. Not all the of them. The same as, as, as the caller there who, who's using cannabis, because he doesn't have a problem. It's a totally selfish way to look at it. I want to live in a society where we value all of our people, where children are not exposed to the dangers of drugs, whether it's to their mind, to the rest of their body, or to the lifestyle that they end up leading because of addiction to drugs. And we want drugs, and I certainly want drugs, eradicated from this country, not decriminalised. Not well, you want uh, to get If somebody of- has been allowed to carry a week's supply of heroin, around with him. I don't know any junkie that has a week's supply of heroin. He'll, he'll be lucky to have a day's supply of heroin. So you're talking about substantial amount of drugs, and you're talking about allowing dealing. Because the only reason somebody will have a week's supply of heroin selling or somebody cocaine else. is to sell it. And that's what this, you know, nonsense. And, and there's no doubt that when this goes before the, the totally biased Constitutional Assembly, which has no basis in law, and no basis in society other than it's a, a rubber stamp for this new liberal agenda. And all of these wokes will vote to decriminalise because, again, many of them are using it at the weekends themselves. OK, well, well, John, it. are you happy? Well, John, are you happy to live in a society where people are walking around the boardwalk like zombies? I didn't say that. No, I'm only asking. That. I'm only asking you, are you? You're asking me the question now and now you're turning around. I'm not, I'm asking. Like the nonsense because fucking prick here. Well, no, there's no need for you to use language like that, by the way. I'm only asking you a question. But that's what you're doing. Well, no, no, I'm assuming the answer to that question is no, John. No, it's not. What? It's yeah, not. It's not that. That. Of course I don't want to see people walking up the boardwalk like zombies and walking on top of me children. Well, well, well then, isn't that what Maliki's saying? He doesn't want to live in a society where there's drugs. They need fucking help and the right help. You don't have to keep using language, John. You know, it's not necessary. Sorry, sorry, okay. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, no, it's okay. Just saying it's not necessary. Okay, but I'm, what I'm saying is Maliki says he doesn't want to live in a society where there's drugs. You're saying you're quite happy to live in a society where it's not criminalised, where people won't go to jail for it. That it's here anyway, so we might as well just throw our hat at it, so to speak. So now we haven't, on, no, we haven't solved most of the murders in this country. Should we just give up on that? What? No, Jesus. We're talking Wait, about where, where's the difference? the difference? You're saying is, because we have failed to deal with the drugs problem that it should be decriminalised, and because it's out there anyway. Murder is, is, is ten a penny now, or a thousand quid probably, um, to get somebody killed at, at this day and age. So should we just not bother even investigating that and just let people carry on and shoot themselves? All right, well, I can't say anything to that, can I? Because I look stupid now. No, you don't, John. You don't look stupid. Do, stick to you. Do. You don't well, stick to your argument. I'm a cannabis smoker, and it helps me a lot with my anxiety and my other troubles that I have, and it calms me down a lot. It's probably 100%. doing more damage. Well, nice well, okay, well, well, okay, well, let me ask Maliki that. Okay, Maliki, John smokes cannabis. He has anxiety issues, and it calms him down. He said already when he takes alcohol, he turns into a raven lunatic by his own yeah. words. So yeah. he smokes a bit of cannabis. There is an argument out there, Malachi, that cannabis obviously being the weaker of all these drugs. It's the same argument as given kids who, who say they've ADHD and all of these other things, all of these myriad of, of, of manufactured drugs, which just mask the problem and actually make them worse. They're calling them yeah, far what, better at getting sorting out what, what's causing these anxiety. They want to than get masking. rid of everything, so, and, and bring out the social workers and, and all these people and get into people's heads and talk to them for fucking... Oh, sorry, of course, again. Uh, talk to these people and take them in a room and talk to them and, and get through their head and see where they're going. And, and a year later, you won't find out what the problem is. 
No, I mean, I don't hold with that. that I don't think that works either. I agree with you there. That's a lot of mumbo-jumbo and, and psycho-babble. But what you need to do is to sort out what's causing your anxiety and remove that stress or whatever it is from your life. Not to be masking it, because obviously you've been, this has been going on a number of years, so the, the cannabis hasn't solved the problem. It just covers it up for a couple of hours, and then you get to sleep and you get up the next day and carry on and do the yeah, same well, thing the next evening. It doesn't solve the problem. The same it just person makes you feel does better the same the thing when you go to a pub and has a point after a hard day as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I but mean, I mean, you, you could argue, Maliki, in fairness, you can't argue that alcohol... Argue yeah, well, I, I, I'm, I'm agreeing with you, John. You can't argue, Maliki, that alcohol does the same thing for alcoholics. It masks a problem. They might have anxiety or they might have worries in their life. The alcohol calms them down momentarily or for a few hours, and then all of a sudden it all comes back again. Maliki, is there anything at all that you can see positive in the Green Party's suggestion? I can see nothing positive um in anything to bring You know this whole, the war on drugs isn't, you know, and prohibition doesn't work, the war on drugs is lost, all this kind of, these are the lines that you hear trotted out all the time. We, we have never actively pursued a real war on drugs. When we look at this weekend's activities, for instance, where the government is competing the Irish people to do anything, when you look at the opinion poll, which is now coming out, um, just on the wires now, 37% polling rating for Fine Gael, 75% for the government of people are satisfied with the government. Like, what kind of a country are we living in? A government who sent a 1,000 people in nursing homes to start debts in the past number of months, and they get a 75% poll rating. There's something fundamentally wrong with Irish people. When you say, well, they fail, well you believe they failed to protect them, as I do as well. They failed well, to I protect think them. In time, when we have an inquiry in another 20 years or another tribunal, we'll find out that both you and I are correct in that. But no heads will roll. Okay, well, so we'll stay there for a second. I want to go to, and there, please, John. I want to go to Brian as well. Brian, you're on Classic Hits. How you doing, Brian? How you doing, Brian? How you doing, Mark? Uh, good. Nice to talk to you. Brian, I mean, this idea of a, you know, a health-based approach or a decriminalisation health-based approach to other drugs whereby you won't end up in court or in jail for possession of drugs if you only have enough for your own purposes for a week, is it a good idea? Absolutely ridiculous idea. Um, I just don't see the sense in... Injured at all, to be honest with you. You, you. you have a personal connection, obviously, to it, that you, you had a relation, I believe. Yeah, it's a yeah, family relation where they, they've ruined their, their kids' lives, they've ruined their, fam, their own lives, their own family lives, all because of cannabis and then drink as well, mm. but mainly cannabis. They're at, like, you could see the change of the individual over a number of years. And was it was it long was it long term or did they did they start doing it at a yeah, young age? Probably when they were about fifteen, sixteen, mm-hmm. and over over the number of years, the person is now in their forties. Yeah, and I hear the same same rhetoric that this person says as a chap that was on there a few minutes ago John. about anxiety, about this, and it helps, and the same thing was the medical facts behind it, and the person. Like, what, they don't have any medical issues except for maybe anxiety or stuff like that, which is caused by the drug itself. Do you know, and it's... Hang on, hang on, hang on. Hold on, hang on. Well, let John just respond to that. John, you know, I mean, a lot of people do say that. And and by the way, I'm kind of guilty too because I smoke cigarettes. And a lot of people say that the actual... 
Yeah, yeah, well, absolutely. Nicotine is a drug. You're right. And a lot of people say that they feel anxiety or stress if they don't have the nicotine, but the nicotine is what actually creates the the anxiety and stress. I you do know? have anxiety. Do I? Yeah. Oh, like, well, I well, well. If I don't have a cigarette, I kind of do get anxious. But but it's because the nicotine itself creates that anxiety. I can I just interrupt there? Yeah, Brian. Well, yeah. Sorry, Brian. Sorry, Brian. Go ahead. I, I had anxiety for about three years, and I mean severe anxiety, where I couldn't leave my house. And at the time, I, I was only young. Uh, at the time, I, I drank quite heavily. Um, and I didn't associate the drink uh, with the anxiety. Mm-hmm. I was given, went to the doctors, and they were giving me prescriptions for, uh, you know, for anxiety and depression and all this carry-on. And... Um, I struggled. I couldn't even go to the shop. That's how bad my anxiety was. Now. I could not go to a shop or, or go to uh, do my grocery shopping. I was only in my 20s. And then I decided to hold on. I did not get in the bedroom. I gave up drink, gave up smoking for a year. And my life turned around. Now, I do occasionally drink now. Mm-hmm. But I know if I drink too heavy, it causes my anxiety to flare up. So I do know it's to do with, it, it's to do with drink. I do know it's to do with if you take too much drugs you get anxiety. And I think any man in the right mind would tell you the same thing, or woman would tell you the exact same thing. Well, John, John believes that his cannabis smoking yeah. helps his anxiety. It does, it does at the time. And I, and I, it does. I, if I had an anxiety attack and I went into the pub and had a pint, I'd walk out that door like a brazen man. Be fine, absolutely fine. I'd walk up to town, go to disco, do all the shopping I can, but I'd drink inside. Yeah. What good is that? Okay, sorry, John. Go, go ahead, respond to that, John, if you want to. You know, that, that well, you're, you're creating your own anxiety. Well, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. I think anxiety is within a person. It's within it you. And fair play to that man you came out of, a fair play to. And I do believe it's in a person, and it's truly what, what life you lived or what life you had. But if, but you, don't deal it, with them, if you don't deal with them issues, you'll always yeah. have anxiety. And to be I honest, agree with I, you, I'll, have, I'll have anxiety today I die. But it's up to me how I treat my life or how I live. And so by the way, by the way, John, how much cannabis would you smoke? Would you smoke a couple of joints a day or a week or what? Or how does it work? No, not much. Like I have a rule with myself: I won't smoke when I'm working. I'll do my job and that's it. I'll go home. But to unwind at the end of the night, maybe every two nights, I might have a joint or two. Okay. And I'll leave her for two days, and I won't have anything. So it's not a concordant thing. Every and pardon day, my ignorance, but is that expensive? How much is that a week? How much does that cost you a week? Um, uh, anywhere between 50 and 75 pounds a week. It's a dear enough habit, isn't it? But I suppose well, I, well, I can't really talk, I smoke. Kind of money now, yeah. You yeah. know, yeah. let's be real yeah. about this. Like. Yeah. No, I know. A pack of cigarettes is 13 quid, for God's sake. So exactly. I can't really talk. So, how yeah. many smokes do you smoke a week? Yeah. And do you smoke as well? Well, I'd rather have a joint than have a smoke, as you know. But you do smoke as well, oh. yeah. I do smoke, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. But, but Brian, you know, I mean, the belief of the Green Party is that if we tackle this issue from a health-based approach, we can be much more successful at tackling a drug problem. You uh, made, a, made a point there about the cigarettes there and about the... You know, what do you roll a joint with? Sorry, say it again? You're on about cigarettes. What do you roll a joint with? Oh, so, well, some people to roll it with tobacco, I suppose most people do, yeah. Yeah, or cigarettes. Yeah. So, like, they're... they're they go hand in hand, out. yeah. Yeah, exactly. So they're encouraging well, they people more. Well, they do. If you, you go put tobacco them, in. You can't smoke tobacco. 
Not you, yeah, but I'm saying if you use tobacco to roll your joints, you're basically saying it's okay to smoke, but we're trying to get rid of fags. Well, the government are trying to get rid of fags. <laughs> so it's, a, it's yeah. a kind of a contradiction in itself. No, it's not because um, I didn't say I smoke cannabis with cigarettes. Okay, well, we, you just, you you okay but, but, but can we get to the wider issue then, Brian, of other drugs apart from cannabis? You know, this health-based approach where we don't actually criminalise people for having, say, a wrap of cocaine or heroin or whatever it is, they carry it in bags for their own personal possession, that there's no point, per, you know, putting people in jail for it. Well, I just say to you, I, t- I, I think it's absolutely crazy. Look, I, 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 I don't involve myself in drugs at all, but I know... I know you see it firsthand and destroy people's yeah, lives. I yeah, I see, like, I, you know, and, and I don't get the point of trying to legalise or, like, you know, encourage, and that's what I believe it does, is encourage people. It gives it the green light. Yeah, it does. Like, if it's not... It, I just don't. I really. I just think it's absolutely ridiculous that anyone would even want to put out there that you could go into a shop and buy cannabis, or buy illegal, or, or grow your own plants or whatever it happens to be. Yeah. Ma- Maliki, I mean, c- can you see? I mean, if this kind of goes ahead, which it probably will, and you and I know it will, um, can you see an increase in drug taking and drug use? Of course. Once you decriminalise or lessen the legislation or the control on any product you will see an increase in. But this nonsense that, that's spinning, and I think you're getting caught up in it yourself there a bit, that people automatically go to jail if they're caught with a small amount of drugs. It's incredibly difficult to end up in jail in this country. I you would want to have a raft of convictions, and you only have to look at any court report to go up and sit in the district court any day of the week. When they're actually but open. you will have a charge. And, you, know, you, will, you, you, you will have a charge. Well, hold on, you will have, may well have. You may have a charge. That would be up to the cops whether they charge you or not. Yeah. You may end up with the other conviction. You may end up with the probation act. You may end up with a donation to charity. And many of the people are already in the system. So one more conviction won't make any difference. Well, see, that's the threat I used to, you know, give my children when they were younger. I say, you know, if you ever take a joint or you ever get caught with that like that, you're never going to America. That's the end of it. Sure. You know, you know, and and that's the one, but that really only applies to, to middle class children, you know. <laughs> uh, but one, but the, the one. problem is that that or the reality is that you will not end up in jail until you have amassed probably twenty thirty convictions, and that's you know any it, you don't have to take my word for it. Go up and sit in the district court, and you will see the amount of previous convictions people have, and they'll still get a suspended sentence, or they'll still get the probation act, or they'll still get a donation to the poor box or they'll be sent off somewhere to the, you know... To I get thought they did away with the donations to poor boxes. I thought, I thought that was done away with No, no, no. Still there, isn't it? Okay. Yeah, sorry, Brian. And, and I mean, it does have a role and, it, you know, for somebody, not particularly in drugs cases, but in an incident... Well, where, you're, you're, but, you're kind of buying your way out of a situation, aren't you? Well, it, it only relates to, to non-serious offences. Well, I mean, usually, yeah, the road traffic acts, they, sometimes the judge will say... Well, you know, and, and I know we had a discussion earlier about the NGOs and, and, and charities and that, so I wouldn't be one who'd be arguing that we should be giving them all. Well, and you look, you're, you know, you're in court on a regular basis with people, obviously, as a solicitor, but, I mean, do you do they still, the judges still say, to avoid getting penalty points on your licence, for example, under the Road Traffic Act, if you throw 50 quid in the poor box or 100 quid in the poor box there, you're grand. Well, you see, they have to leave you there with a conviction. Right. And that may not be possible in many cases with penalty point issue. All right, okay. Yeah, sorry, Brian. You want to say something there? Getting back just, to drugs. I, I, I just want to like say, ask the, the gentleman. Is it John? You said his name was John. Yes. Yeah. yeah. How many nights a week would he smoke? Well, he said every second night. Every second night. The majority of people that smoke cannabis would probably smoke every night. Mm. 
uh, and then majority, and then majority again would probably smoke in the morning. I have a drink before I get up in the morning. Now I just want to ask a question. If I and was what's a, the majority, can I ask a question? Yeah, you yeah. can. What's the majority of people taking anxiety pills that they get off their doctor? No, hold on now. How many times? No, how many we're not talking about anxiety pills. We're not talking about anxiety pills. I'm on about. Like, yeah, like, and I don't agree with the, the way they hand out. They, they're over-prescribed, either. yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I don't agree with that. The effects that that has on their family life is unreal. Yeah. And you ask your kids. Uh, I don't you ask my kids. I'm not Sorry, saying your kids, but I'm saying the majority of kids are, that are out there, their parents smoke cannabis. They, they don't have a life because... Of what the effects it has on their parents. Well, my kids do. That's what I'm saying. I've two uh, kids, two beautiful look, kids, and they're well educated. And this I, has nothing to do with I, I'm just saying the majority. You're probably one of the few that well, I know. That majority. The majority is like me, and that's what you'll find. No, I, want, I, I don't think so. I'm sorry. I see it for myself, and I've even seen how it affects kids. And, and, and a majority, and I mean majority, is probably of out of 100 people I know, there's probably one person out of that 100 people that smoke cannabis on a regular basis that might have a, to have a decent job that works 9 to 5. The rest smoke a giant more. And if I'd done that, I'd be called an alcoholic. If I, I, got I, mean, more, I, I mean, I mean, sorry for interrupting you there, Brian. The, John, the facts are there. If you look at the stats across the world, and particularly in relation to universities, the majority of people who drop out are people who smoke cannabis. I mean, that, that's a fact. The majority of people who smoke cannabis drop out. Your ambitions drop. They, they don't want to do, they're just happy enough to go look. It's just, they've no interest on family life. That's my uh, outlook on it. And they have an opinion. You're lazy have, when you're small cannabis, and that's what it does to you. I, I believe so, yeah. I, I've seen it behind this person. I'm not lying to you now. This person I know, family member, she was well, very, very talented person. Very talented person. I want to say what the person done. Very talented. That talent is wasted, and how she speaks now has changed. How she even talks has changed. Do you know, like, when you go down to town, you hear someone down to town, you go, oh, my God, I care, clear, clear that person. Because you know the way to talk, you know what... Yeah, I know, I know, there's a way... You, you hear when as talk a certain way, and people who are smoking cannabis a lot tend to be, all right, man, yeah, chill, like, relax. Okay, stay there, keep texting. Uh, the number's 87 Let me just go as well to Vicky, if I can wrap this up with Vicky. Vicky, you're on Classic Kids. How you doing, Vicky? Hi, Niall. Hi, Niall. Good. I'm glad to be on. Thank you for letting me on. You're uh, welcome. I just, I, I, okay, I'm just, I'm just going to, I'm just going to say all the points that I want to say in one. Okay, so. Okay, go ahead. If, if any type of drug is abused, and it's abused, like, as in using it every day, obviously it's going to cause a problem. So for one, for one thing, there are a lot of places in the world right now where recreational use is up. You've got Canada, you know, Uruguay, lots of different places, Amsterdam, um, legalized, obviously licensed coffee shops. So um, all of them places haven't fallen apart. Nothing has happened to them countries. Everything is fine. And another thing is, is that actually people are looking at it on such a negative kind of aspect because it's been put in the actual drugs category by um, the government, by most, most, uh, most countries. But the, the, the point I'm trying to make is that it's actually got a lot of benefits 
So, it okay, has, what's what's um, the what's the benefits of drugs to a society? Okay, so 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 I'm just talking about cannabis. Okay, okay, so I, I okay. Legalize all drugs, obviously, not a good idea, and that probably would cause a major havoc. Well, well then, just to, just to establish the facts then in relation to cannabis, we will go back to cannabis in a second. But okay. other drugs like Class A drugs, like uh, cocaine and heroin, should they be decriminalized? So if I'm caught walking down the road with you know twenty quid's worth of heroin for my own personal use, should I be arrested? Yes, that's not, they should not, you should not, that should not happen, okay? That's, okay, okay, all right, so, you, okay, so you're focusing just on cannabis, okay, all right, okay, go so ahead. Just on cannabis, so basically it's a relief of chronic pain, um, it improves lung capacity, it's, it's smoked without tobacco, obviously, um, it helps you lose weight, it regulates and prevents diabetes. I, I, can, I, can I go back to just one of them there in relation to, to lung capacity, right? How yes. can smoking anything, I mean, because I'm a smoker, so I'm not going to be a hypocrite here, but how can smoking anything help your lung capacity, whether it's tobacco okay, so or cannabis for that matter? Unlike smoking cigarettes, when smoking cannabis in the form of cannabis, um, your lungs aren't harmed. In fact, the study has found that cannabis actually helps increase the capacity of the lungs rather than cause okay. harm to it. Was that, was, that study, was that study done by people who had a vested interest? Because oh, yeah, I find that difficult. I just, well, no, maybe you're right, but I just find it difficult to believe. But go on anyway. And also, uh, there's a few other points as well. So, like, it regulates and prevents diabetes. It fights cancer. It can help treat depression. It, it doesn't um, fight cancer. But no, it, no, let's be clear about this, okay? There's, there's absolutely no evidence that it cures cancer. There's evidence that maybe it can help with pain if you have cancer. Okay, so, so one of the biggest medical benefits of cannabis is linked to finding cancer, and there's a good amount not of... Not to curing cancer, no, it's not. Um, for, for, for fighting cancer. So but when, when you use the word fighting, fighting, you mean fighting the pain, is that what you're talking about? I'm kind of going against it, kind of, like, there's a good amount of evidence... There's no, uh, now, Vicky, with the greatest respect, there is no evidence that cannabis cures cancer. No. It, 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 basically, it basically shows that cannabinoids can help fight cancer or at least certain types of cancer and certain types of pain, chronic okay. pain. And okay. um, it, it also actually... Um, I'm, not, I'm not disagreeing with you in relation to pain and I'm not disagreeing with the idea, by the way, of uh, medicinal uh, use of cannabis because, and pro- uh-huh. provided obviously it's, you know, for medicinal purposes, you know, and that's prescribed by a doctor. I'm not disagreeing with that completely. And, I, and nobody would. And we've already I mean, brought in legislation the, around the that. legalisation of marijuana, is, it's going to phase out black markets and take in away from drug cartels mm-hmm. and organised crime and street gangs I mean I mean, but you think they're going to go away but hang on but you know, Vicky Vicky I'm not, I'm not yeah. you know do you honestly believe by us you know opening coffee shops in the morning and regulating and legalising cannabis that all of a sudden all these gangs that are shooting each other in the middle of the, the streets every night are just going to go away well, to be honest, they just yeah, find something else to sell. Most of that has actually not got to do with cannabis. Most of it has actually got to do with A-class drugs and different things like that. But if people were to legalize it, and at least they'd know what they were actually smoking, for one, there wouldn't be mm-hmm. so many toxins and different things in it. And if you look at countries that have recreational coffee shops, I mean, there's nothing wrong with them countries. But it will cause a problem, as the guy just said there a moment ago, if someone abuses it, we're saying we're, we're using, you know, two, three hundred euros worth of it every day. And, that, you know, obviously that's abusing a substance. You could do that with alcohol, you know, you'd be dead. Like, this is a whole point like cannabis has never killed anyone not unless not unless a joint load of it fell off a truck on top of your head i mean it, it hasn't killed anyone you know it's not dangerous well cannabis has killed people there is absolutely deaths being related to cannabis. I mean, I don't know where you get your information from. And by the way, it is, you know, it's kind of important to remember too in relation to, I suppose, you know, um, sorry, weight loss, what have you. That research, I think it's from healthline.com, wasn't it? I think that particular research that you're talking about. I suppose you could, you could nearly argue that smoking a cigarette helps you lose weight. But in saying that, we don't recommend people smoke cigarettes because there, there's been this kind of notion for years that, that women smoke cigarettes to lose weight because when you smoke a cigarette, it reduces your appetite. But that's not necessarily a good thing, Vicky. But I mean, I mean do you, do you not, would you not agree that it's safer than, we'll just say, alcohol? No. 
I believe they're I believe they're equally as bad. I mean, and alcohol and even the same with cigarette smoke. Alcohol kills directly and indirectly more people every year than cigarette smoke. Uh, I I think all those things. I mean, for example, if we didn't have alcohol at the moment and somebody came up with the idea tomorrow when we wanted to legalize it, it would never happen. I, can I mention this because it is important to remember that this research that you're kind of quoting simply suggests there are some links between marijuana use and lower body weight, and it's unclear what's behind this link and there's not enough evidence to say that using marijuana is an effective way of losing weight uh, plus using marijuana comes of course with its own health risks too because I mean it's, it's fair to say Vicky I, I'm, not, I'm not disregarding everything you've said but I mean the evidence is there from the experts in the field uh, of psychosis paranoia and all those other things that are directly okay, related the, to the, the smoking and cannabis is actually, the psychosis is actually one in one in a huge number I, I'm actually not sure what the number is but it's one, one in a huge number actually, actually why, actually would, why would you want to introduce something that has a, why would you want to introduce legally something into society that has problems because that's the problem. If it's legal, if it's been tested properly in laboratories, they can find out exactly what's in it. And these extra toxins and things that cause problems won't be there. So you have places like in Amsterdam, coffee shops in Amsterdam. People go in there and you're not allowed to go in there and like sit all day and smoke. That's not, that's not what you're allowed to do. You're allowed to go in there. You're not actually allowed to smoke tobacco in there either. So you're allowed to go in and you're allowed to have a certain amount of um, you know, cannabis or whatever it may be for yourself. And then obviously you leave. So it's not... And you go to the one next door. Yeah, but like the, the whole point about it is, is that any drug that's abused is that per, that person has a problem. So they're, they're abusing a drug for a reason. There's obviously underlying. Well, the reason people abuse drugs is because the reason people abuse drugs is because they're either physically or psychologically addictive. Um, well, sometimes I suppose. Well, yeah, I suppose, I suppose I kind of agree with that. But when you're talking about cannabis, that's the problem. They keep putting cannabis in the same category with all these other terrible, terrible drugs. But, like it, but it is a drug. It, it is a drug. Okay, well, well, hang on, well, hang on, Brian. You want? Well, but hang on, Brian wants to respond to you there. Sorry, Brian. Go ahead. Well, no, I'm sorry. Like you, if the person keeps saying like all these medical facts, first of all, they're great for medical reasons. That doesn't mean I go out and get a medical drug to take because I want to recreate, use. Sorry, I can't even say the word now. Recreational, but, yeah. Yeah, go out and get it for recreational use. You know what I mean? Like that, the person I know, like that I that I used to know, is gone because of smoking cannabis. But that gone. Was, obviously, obviously, that's that's abuse. But of that's cannabis. From, that's abuse. But, but it's the, like, but that's the same attitude or the same reasons that you said there now that that person has given to me. And I'm sorry to say that, that's no good to the person's children. And that's but the fact mean, of the this matter. This is the problem, this is the problem, because... But, if, it's, it's, but if it's you, abused, the problem is you want to read If alcohol is abused, if... if I totally is, agree with you. Stuff. So why, why would you want to introduce another one? Because if, if you legalise it, and if you make it... Legalise is not going to make it go away. You give that person more opportunity to get it. Every person is going to make different decisions in their life. And if you if you are a person that suffers from anxiety or or you have some sort of effect that you need some help, if you go and see your doctor, he will hand you medication. Look, if if a person has it... One at a time, Brian, let her finish. Let her finish the answer. Because a a pharmaceutical company has decided, right, we are allowed to sell these. We'll we'll say Xanax tablets. Okay, we're allowed to sell these um, Xanax tablets because um, we've put them through the bar to texting. Um, They are a relaxer. They only only do X, Y, and Z. Don't abuse them. So I mean, well, I mean, if they, well, yeah, but they are, yeah, but they are control. I mean, and I agree with you, Vicky, that they're overprescribed and antidepressants are overprescribed, but they are controlled substances. Okay, well, hang on, Maliki wants to say something to you there. Sorry, Maliki. Explain, but, but two points there. One, there are more Xanax sold now on the streets on the exactly. so-called black market that that you said would disappear if we legalized um, exactly. drugs. 
There are more Xanax and prescribed drugs sold on the streets than are sold in chemists. And just another point in relation to the other caller there, I'm talking about the effect on children from their parents um, smoking cannabis. The reality now in today's climate is that parents in their 40s are now suffering the effects of their teenage sons being stoned out of their heads morning, noon and night. The amount of, of abuse of, of, of weed, particularly in secondary schools in this country, is yes, unbelievable. So if it was, if it was legal, no, hold on, hold on. We don't allow children, we don't allow 18. anybody under 18 to go into a pub and buy alcohol. And we don't allow them to buy to, cigarettes, but we're allowing them. Hold on. Let me finish the point. And the, the decriminalising it will make it easier for them to get it, not make it harder. No, and this nonsense that, that prevailed among the liberal elite in this country and throughout the Western world, that because they're banging coke up their nose at the weekends or because they're doing a bit of, a bit of weed or a bit of cannabis and it doesn't have an effect on them, that all of society should follow them. And to, to follow the logic of what you're saying, we don't need a health service. We should all just get out of it get stoned on, on cannabis <laughs> and we have no health problems because the that's the logic is, of what you're saying a coffee, a coffee shop because, would be, obviously you'd have to be 18 to go into a coffee shop a legal a, a place that All has legal the, cannabis you'd have to be over 18 medical exactly you, 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 you'd be 18 to go into a bar or a nightclub but you still see kids drinking in fields at 16 Exactly. Thank you very much, Niall. And no, no, I, I, I'm not, don't thank me. I'm not agreeing with you. But go on. <laughs> can, I just say, can I just say, alcoholism is time. But Vicky, all, all you're doing... Uh, now, Vicky, do you clearly smoke cannabis, do you? No, no, I don't. <laughs> well, what? You're a great advocate for it if you don't. Because, because you know why? I actually know a why don't of you? people who do, and it has not affected their university, it has not affected well, their children. Well, fair play to them, but the statistics clearly show that it does affect them. Well, I mean, like, if you, if you take drink, for example, if a person only goes out and will say they only have one or two pints of a Friday night, what's the harm? But you, you, just, you just said, you know, and I'll put a lot of people in university and it hasn't affected their studies and everything. You, but you're wrong, Vicky. That's anecdotal. That's your personal experience. The statistics clearly show the majority of dropouts, for example, from American colleges are people who smoke weed. But you see, you have to, you have to think about, that's, what, that's my whole point from the start. It's every person to their own. So, for example... Um, so we should ignore those stats. Not every per- person on their own. We live every in a society where we're all responsible for each other. And we all have to create a society that is good for all of our people, especially so our young you people growing up. Amsterdam Not because society. you and your mates in university want to, to do a bit of coke or do whatever you want. No, that yeah, everybody it's not, it's should not, do. We're it. not talking about A-class drugs. We're not talking. stop putting them in the same bracket as A-class drugs. It's completely different. Completely different. What's wrong with Amsterdam right now as a society? The fact that it's like riddled with drugs. The fact that you but, can't but walk down not. the street without being approached to, to buy some narcotics. The fact that it's the drugs capital of Europe. But it's say something there? Yeah, yeah. I mean, okay. He just pointed out what's wrong with Amsterdam. But sorry, go ahead. Yeah, and there's also sex. For sorry, some. just 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 one point there. You said that like about the the social aspect. The person I know, right, started off just smoking cannabis, going to college, all that carry on. The person now hangs around with people that she would have never, the person would have never, ever associated with. Never. Scumbags in the house. Mm-hmm. That happens to people eventually. And they yeah, say it doesn't, see, it doesn't, but it doesn't does. have to. That's the whole point. It doesn't have but to. It, it does. You see, this is the problem everyone keeps saying. It does. It does. But who the do they get the drugs from? The drug. 
You know, that person was abusing the drug and had to get it off the black market and had to deal with them types of people. Whereas if he had grown a plant himself, he wouldn't have to do any of that. Well, you could argue that all intake of any drug is abuse, by the way. Of your body. Yes, I agree. I agree too. I agree with you there. Yeah, and, and I'm, I, again, I'm not going to be a hypocrite because I do smoke. You know what I mean? I so, smoke. And I, I used to smoke when I used to. I, I, I regret drink, the fact that I smoke. But I mean, mm. lots and lots of doctors that are approached by youngsters that they say they have anxiety. They're, they're offered um, antidepressant tablets at such a young age Absolutely. that the brain hasn't even developed. Properly. I know. I completely agree with you, and I believe that antidepressants are overprescribed in this country, uh, outrageously overprescribed in this country. I believe there's other ways of dealing with depression and other ways of dealing with those things. But stay there for a second. I want to go to Mike as well. Mike, Mike, you're on Classic Kids. How you doing, Mike? Yeah. Hi. It's good to see some party getting a health-based approach towards drugs because Maliki made a very good point there. It is all a responsibility in society to deal with the problem and it's already there. Like, has the policy worked existingly? Well, the current policy is a health-based policy and it hasn't worked. So I fail to see how another health-based policy will give any different results other than create more junkies. Outline, please, what is the health-based policy that was? The current... The, the current philosophy behind all of the anti-drug stuff from government is health-based. It's about getting treatment, it's about injection centres, it's about keeping people clean, about giving them uh, methadone, methadone, it's about giving them clean needles. All of yeah. that health-based approach. Yeah. Did you not say that, that this nonsense about injection centres there a while ago? Oh yeah, I'm totally opposed to injection centres. Yeah, it is. I'm, I'm just telling you what the government's policy is. Oh no, and no, And the no, very no, same absolutely. people who, no, no, who advocate... That's the point I wanted to pick up on. What we, about in Portugal where a health-based policy was introduced in injection centres? What do we do? Leave people still injecting on the street? But, but there's no evidence that what they did in Portugal has actually made any difference at all. They've noticed an apples, uh, a rapid decline in... Um, criminal charges on drugs or drugs charges but that's logical because of course they're not arresting people for possession drugs to look at to look at it logically i mean there was big uh, objection again the the injection uh, the injection center in dublin yeah. and board planola injected again but i think they're still trying to get through mercy no they know they gave them the planning on christmas eve yeah yeah so yeah, no, more is the busy so, so would you would you give would you if, if you had a load of alcoholics would you give them a pub to go to well they have pubs to go to <clears throat> no, what I'm saying is, would you specifically build a special pub for alcoholics to go to where you could give them drink? So, like, what do we do? Leave them in the ditches? Like, leave them throwing their needles on the Okay, road? so, uh, okay, well, let me let me ask you the question, because I'm not really <clears throat> understanding exactly where you're going with this. So, so the, the idea is that you decriminalise drugs, essentially, whereby if people have enough for their own uh, purposes, uh, for less than a week's supply in their pockets, that you don't charge them. Is that, Do you agree with that? Well, I'm not necessarily saying I'd agree with uh, decriminalising it completely, but well, you, well, you can only do one or the other. You either decriminalise it or you don't. So what are you saying? Well, how about you deal with it? In a de- what okay, well, well then, d- how, how do we deal with it? We're spending millions on it every year as it is. How do you deal with it, though? Well, uh, how, how are we? Some chap got on earlier on there and said that he was offered the option either get help or else go to jail, and he got help. But there's not enough help out there. I mean, we're dealing with a society that's never dealt with the, the problem of drugs, and it's there, and it's still there. And, like, what, what help is there? There's a, about there's, there's two... Uh, treatment centres, three treatment centres in Ireland for uh, people on the dole. The rest are private. I mean, what are the government doing? Where are the government ones? I mean, you have up in Dublin, you have... Maliki, you have the facts. How much is spent every year on drug rehab in this country? Probably 100 million. Fine. Yeah, what's it doing? I'm, I'm, come here, how much what's is that it doing? Million? We discussed this Sorry. earlier. Most of Sorry, it is going into, into NGOs. 
Well, maybe no, maybe a lot of it would be going into the methadone maintenance. I mean, the, the the problem is in the the name of it. It maintains a problem. It doesn't deal with it. That chap was on earlier on about talking about smoking dope every night, every, every second, every second night, night, every night. Yeah, when, that's when we campaigned you know? way back in the early nineties and in the, in the late eighties for methadone, we yeah. saw it as a detox, and it yeah. was brought in as a maintenance. And there are people sure. who went on methadone then. If they're not dead, they're still on methadone. Absolutely. And there's a fundamental problem. Methadone should be used as a detox. There should Absolutely. be no maintenance. Okay, right? do you, do you, yeah. by the way, Mike, do you believe the cannabis should be legalised? Uh, not particularly, but definitely treated as a health issue. What about students who get caught smoking dope and actually they can't go to America? Their, their lives are ruined. That's, I mean, people make choices. They do. So sorry, so, sorry, sorry, Vicky, go ahead. I'm so sorry for interrupting. I just I want to make one last point because I, I really do have to go right now. But my last point is just to make that if, if you get um, a prescription of um, a doctor, we'll say for uh, antidepressants or whatever it is, if you have a look at that leaflet and you see the amount of side effects oh, it yeah. has, oh, yeah, yeah. one of them side effects will be for the thing that you are being treated for. Absolutely. Yeah, but two so wrongs don't make it right. Yeah, but the whole point of it is, is that... You want to put more drugs into the, into the problem. But if the pharmaceutical companies are allowed to sell their drugs because they... But that's... Hold on, Well, the greatest respect, Vicky. Hang on. Well, hang on, Vicky. You're not making a huge amount of sense now because you're saying that drugs are dangerous. Now, I'm not disagreeing with you, by the way, that these uh, prescription drugs can be dangerous. And some of the side effects are outrageous, by the way, if you look at the black box warnings. Some of them will actually say um, homicide, suicide, all sorts of depression, stroke, heart attack. I've seen some of the the, the, the black box warnings and they're outrageous, right? Yeah. But so that nobody's disagreeing with you that those, you know, and it's up to a doctor to decide if a person can take those things and I hope they do it properly they should anyway at least but I'd say that you now want to introduce another problem that we know that's a problem you're agreeing that's a problem so you want to introduce another one but I would rather introduce cannabis as a recreational use um, for like we'll say they have in Amsterdam and places like that because if they did it that way it there wouldn't be that many way. people going oh. to the doctor looking for um, we'll say pharmaceutically generated uh, relaxers like Xanax well, things like that which are extremely dangerous and extremely addictive and, and cannabis is not extremely dangerous I do not think it's extremely dangerous okay okay no, not, okay, not okay, okay. Well, well, th- thanks for your contribution Vicky I appreciate it sorry Mike when I get back to you Mike do you smoke cannabis I don't. No, I did, yeah. I did for years and years. And did you I, ever do anything else? Oh, absolutely, yeah. I full went the full way. Cannabis is kind of an introductory drug into it. So and you, you took heroin as well? I did indeed, yeah. And so, so for somebody who's gone down that road, and, and are you clean now? Oh, yeah, I am indeed, yeah. Yeah, okay. So somebody who's gone down that road and see what it did, I'm sure it damaged your life, does it? Absolutely wrecked it. Sure, I yeah, wasn't yeah. living. I wasn't living in the real world. Out of well, your then, head then, well, then why are you? The e- why would you even advocate anything at all that the Green Party is saying in relation to this? Well, the problem I see it is that there was murders and and terrible fighting going on over stopping in, uh, an injection centre being introduced to Dublin. Like that's crazy. It's there. Like at least if an injection centre was there, people might meet humanity, might meet a nurse, and might talk to them because they don't meet anyone. They meet just other criminals. Sure, the guards arresting them, the guards, they don't meet reality. Like, it might give them a chance to meet reality and over time see the error of their ways. And, not that you and how, did you, how did you see the error of your ways? What was the turning point for you? The turning point to me was just life in general. And I nearly died loads and loads of times and that didn't stop me. Like, health isn't going to stop you. No, it's no. not caring about yourself. That's what it is. And it's not having... Yeah, it's not valuing yourself, bet, yeah. Bet down by society and... You know, I mean, the junkies and get them off the streets and all, they're on the streets, like, you know what I mean? Like, what has been done to deal with it? Since Maliki spoke about the heroin in the 80s, 
Like, it's never, when it spoke about Underdall, it's always about in relation to gangs and, and, and... Well, unfortunately, that's part, that's the biggest part of the problem. Listen, lads, I've run out of time. Mike, Ma- Malachi, thank you, Brian. Thanks very much for coming on the air. And Mike, I appreciate your honesty. Thanks very much. Uh, loads of people text again uh, about the working week as well. We, we didn't get around to talking about it. Because uh, uh, kids can't purchase tobacco till they're 18. I don't know what that text is in relation to, and I'm probably not reading it in context. Um, oh, right. Uh, thought you were bored. Gosh, ringing me. Actually, out I mean, did you try to bring somebody back there? They thought you were bored, gosh. Uh, oh, yeah, that was from Maliki, by the way. He's some of the 18-year-olds, yeah. Sorry. Uh, there was nothing wrong with a bit of weed to somebody else. Yeah. Jesus, somebody needs to be done to regulate it. Tax it like alcohol and tobacco. Uh, take it out of the hands of the millionaire criminals and end the needless killings. If alcohol was legal, there'd be a lot of paranoid folk out there sneaking, uh, sneaking a drink. Well, I w- yeah, I wouldn't disagree with you necessarily, you know, but in saying that, if you took cannabis out of the hands of the criminals, sure, or any drugs, sure, they'll just think of something else to sell. They're not going to go away. Do you think they're just going to sit there and go, sure, how am I going to pay for me Lamborghini now? Not a chance. Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits.